Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 84 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually taking place, to meet the people that make theater happen. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcast streaming services, so go back and fill up those boots. And if you have a spare 30 seconds, please rate and review the Curtain Call Theater Podcast. It helps us be more discoverable to listeners who haven't heard about us yet. And now for this week's episode. Earlier in the year, we had the pleasure to visit the incredible show An American in Paris. I don't think we have covered a show that was so full of triple threats and, you know, maybe even uh, quadruple threats. Singing, acting, dancing, stage technicians and stage management. Uh, There was so little in the way of automation of the set pieces coming on and off the stage. It was... I mean, dazzling is about the word I could use. It was dazzling to see so much movement from the company pushing and pulling set pieces in between incredibly complicated singing and even more complicated dancing numbers. Well, if you got to see it, you'd know what I'm talking about. But if you didn't, that's why I'm bringing you the episode today. An American in Paris will be in UK cinemas this week on the 16th and 20th of May before heading over to the US and Canada in September. Now, I talked to members of the company about what it felt like putting on such a beloved show and how far out of their comfort zones, the journey of putting on the show took them. Um, and just to explain a little bit, there were a lot of professionals in this co- company. Uh, there were ballet dancers who had never done musical theater, so had never sung or done that type of dancing before. And there were a lot of musical theater professionals who had never danced ballet since they were kids. So there was there was a lot of, of support in that way. And, and the, you, I think you'll get a, a, a real feel of that in this episode. Now, we're going to start with Kristen McGarity, who came back after an injury-imposed uh, almost four-year break um, to to take on the alternate of the lead role in the musical, and that was a hell of a dance. To come back from four years off and, and dance this part was pretty incredible. You'll then hear from a ton of ensemble and swing members from the company, and, and there are so many um, that have pretty much the same stories about what it was like on this show. Have a listen. So you tra- you classically trained ballet? Yeah, so... Is, is this kind of out of your box, as it yeah. were? I mean... It's you know, a funny cause, one. Because it's acting, because 
listen, it's an incredible performance, Kristen. It's so good. Oh, like, I, I just was so invested in you. I, I was desperate for you to be happy at the end. Oh, good. But good. so, I mean, as, as an actor, like, yeah. have, having that is, is great. I mean, I, I had no idea that you were a, a ballet uh, dancer. I just, I thought you were an actor who just could do that. So... No, and, and sing. I mean, how, how you're the tri- like they talk about a triple threat. There are a lot of triple threats in this show. There are. Um, I don't know if I could include myself in that, but I, because I feel like this has been a huge learning curve for me. This show and this role, um, completely new to acting and um, singing. I have my own band and I songwrite, and so. I have used my voice on stage before, but again, it felt it's like such a different yeah. way to use my voice yeah. to retrain in a musical theatre style. At the beginning, they just said you sound too modern, you sound too modern, and it was trying to learn. I did. I had to train my voice um, with um, Mark Malin, mm-hmm. who's an incredible singing coach. Um, but it's been. Uh, just for me like the most amazing journey because I suppose when I was a dancer I always there was always something that I just like I I love what I do but I I feel like maybe something's missing and to have the opportunity to play this role has just been amazing because to get my teeth into a role like this and um had amazing acting coach Jeff Coleman along the way and um, you know, it's like a whole new world has been open to me, like learning about Stanislavski method mm-hmm. and and really getting out of my comfort zone and learning new skills. I think that has to be one of the highlights of, of doing this role because it's so nice to not just be labelled or put in a box as a dancer and to be able to, to go here. Like, I, there's scenes and, yeah. like, and there's a song. Yeah. And, and to have that mixture... Um, of art and to be able to do it in, t- in one role yeah. is it's so special it's pretty spectacular yeah and you were you all classically trained dancers so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A, there is a mix but yeah there are a lot of classically trained and musical theatre yeah, yeah. trained people yeah, yeah it's definitely heavy dance isn't it uh-huh. dance based uh, it's yeah. one of the heaviest dancers we've seen heavy is a good word probably ever do um, yeah. So I mean, so so if if dancing was really that, I mean, uh, yes, you're in musical theatre, but do you, do you have to kind of step outside of your your comfort zone to, in, when you kind of came into the role, and ha- yeah. how how supportive has it been in, in that that case? And um, yeah, go for it. I think well, I came from nothing but ballet background before, so okay. I've never done musical theatre before. Um, so yeah, it was a huge learning curve, and I think there. Are, I mean, actually, well, yeah, there are a couple of us in the show that have had less musical theatre experience mm. than you would expect for a show like this. Um, so yeah, it was a very quick learning curve to catch up with everybody that had, and I didn't even know what swing was before. <laughs> before I, oh yeah, I'll be that. Or whatever that you, is. You played on the playground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, from that side of things, it was yeah a big challenge. Yeah. Um, but, but we all felt like that in with the ballet side of things as well. Mm. I think like a lot of people felt really intimidated right. by that at first. So it was kind of nice that everyone was in yeah. the same boat. We were all scared. Yeah. <laughs> and intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> 
choreography was a little bit daunting, I suppose. For yeah, us. that was quite that was a little bit daunting for, for us. Yeah, because <laughs> obviously we're around a lot of very very ridiculously talented. Well, well, this is, so that background wise, there are a lot of ballet dancers in this. Yeah, you know, strictly kind of come on and, and done that mm. only, and have come and said, right, we've got to sing now, and they've got to act, and you guys come from you know, acting yeah. or musical theater background or whatever, and kind of go, right, here's it's some been, wheels and yeah, yeah, quite a melting pot actually. The, the people that have come together in the uh, you know the 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 company, a real melting pot of just different people coming from different areas of the business. Yeah, that work creatively but don't necessarily know. Exactly the path that you've had, or or mm -hmm. vice versa. So it's been really interesting to get to know all those people. I mean, we both come from musical musical theatre background, so we touched on you know a bit of tap, but very, I mean, not nowhere near what the caliber of what these guys are bringing. And then you to put on top of that, you've got ballet dancers um, from from very prestigious kind of what, raw ballet, uh, yeah, raw ballet um, yeah. companies you know from around the world so it's, that was that was exciting but 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 daunting at the at the same time so for us this is the biggest kind of um, group of triple threats I've ever seen on stage and c coming from it from different I mean all, all triple threats have one kind of strength sure. just yeah, is, yeah. but being able to to dance like that and, and sing like that and, and then act like that and get kind of really in, have the audience invested that's pretty special I think what for me what is most special about this particular job is every single person was out of their comfort zone at some point right. including the director he was his, it was his first directorial debut oh, right. so we we all were learning something from each other there was nobody who felt they could get egoic or anything you know we were all learning and vulnerable at one point which I think brings people closer together because yeah. you're kind of exposing yourself 50% yeah. of this company have never spoken or sung on stage mm. before this production and, so and they so just weird. went out there yeah. especially the understudies like those are huge roles yeah. and they just didn't even kind of hesitate they just were totally exposed <laughs> totally bare on stage <laughs> and you think what, what are you doing yeah. they, they've taught me a lot actually just get on and do it and yeah, learn and learn fast and feel fast and all that. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. Massive support from everyone yeah. straight away. So the people who might never have opened their mouths on stage mm. before were sort of looking to those of us that have, you know, and and were just so kind, saying, "But how?" And harmonies, learning harmonies. Yeah. They'd never learnt a harmony before, and they seemed so impressed with us. But we were like, "No, seriously, when you dance like that, when you just did seven pirouettes, or yeah, when don't you even did, think twice." You know, and when you're on point yeah. just, or in a beautiful lift and but they do that all the time that's yeah. what they do so the, these sort of two worlds coming together but this massive massive mutual oh. respect for yeah, each respect. each side mm. meant just that it was like one big warm hug yeah, <laughs> the whole time you know that's what, what's great is it's, that's what I've heard tonight from from everyone the swings the ensembles mm -hmm. to you know the main cast that's what's been pretty special about listening to tonight yeah. brilliant guys pushed a lot of people out of their comfort zones but because it's pushed because everybody was out of their comfort zones whether it be someone who hasn't done ballet doing ballet whether you know a ballet dancer who's never heard their own voice over a mic because everyone's out of their comfort zone at the beginning it brought everyone together so there was no judging like people that had never done ballet were at that ballet bar at yeah. 10am in the morning going right what's the plie yeah. uh, which was great and obviously and then when and then those people weren't strong there but then when we came to the singing those people were like 
belting it out, yeah. and the ballet dancer was like, "Okay, what's this? Yeah. What do we do?" People here? really did nurture each other. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. It was really, really nice. Cool. Really nice. Dance. Yes, well, you did. Well, listen, well, you did dance. I saw you today. I did. Yeah, I, I get. I'm, I feel chuffed just having to dance at 100 miles an hour with all these string <laughs> dancers and. Without the need for paramedics <laughs> waiting in the wings. But one of one of the most enjoyable aspects, not just for me, but for other people, other non-dancers, is mm. watching these guys at the tail end of their warm-up doing their pirouettes and everything. Yeah. That's really beautiful to watch. Yeah. Well, it's really, I mean, as, really a, as a company, like you guys really support it and it really, really works. It just seems to be one unit. It really flows as well. Mm. There's mm. always movement on stage, which is mm. amazing. That's too um, but also you get you get a chance to, to kind of stretch acting muscles as well, oh, which is, mm. because this if you don't believe yeah. those bits, then you're you, you've you've lost us. Yeah, yeah. this is the first time I've played a part in my own right in the kind of way, and it's been really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Even rehearsals, just you know, the director going, "Okay, and what do you think about this?" Sorry, <laughs> like oh, because um, obviously as an ensemble dancer, you're pretty much always told, told yeah. stand on yeah. seven and eight and whatever, but. Um, mm. Absolutely, yeah, it's been a great experience. And for people, for the first time, covering people, like, there's been a lot of ballet dancers covering lead roles. And uh, well, personally, I've never done eight shows a week for a whole year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm from a ballet background mm. myself. And you do sort of eight shows a week from the company I was in, like, maybe for six, seven weeks of mine, and then you'd go back to the studio and rehearse a different ballet. So to do that the whole year, I kind of thought how mentally am I going to be able to sustain this physically it wasn't too bad you kind of get used to how you know your body's going to feel and and what you need to do during the day to make sure that you can put a show on but I think yeah mentally it was fine it was quite challenging yeah yeah absolutely I mean did you did you have any experience as well um I would say that I was I was probably one of the few people that have done proper ballet companies right. and musical theatre. Right. I, I started my transition a couple of years ago. Okay. And so it was really interesting for me in rehearsals when there was maybe a little bit of conflict between interests, yeah. people that are, say, used to doing ballet class eight times a week or people that are used to equity contracts mm-hmm. and how it all sort of works out. And I could really see both sides of it but what was so amazing about this is that say in like vocal call when people that had never been in a vocal call before were terrified um the the people that were more experienced there would turn around and be like oh we're on this page or this is what we're doing now and then when we were learning the ballet and they would say a ballet step and someone would turn around and be like wait what's that someone else would then show them and so everyone was really good about sharing their skill set and no one was worried about their downfall yeah. essentially everyone wanted to learn from everyone else oh my lord that is a lot of dancing yeah. a lot of pushing and pulling like the energy that it takes mm. I mean, how do you, how did you guys I find it's mind over matter really yeah, yeah you just have to tell yourself you do it and then you do because it's a lot yeah. of dancing I mean, yeah. uh, th- this 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 level of dancing mm. uh, I imagine it's very physically intense yeah. and kind of risky when you're doing it eight times yeah. a week that much. I mean, because as uh, classical dancers don't do eight mm-hmm. performances a week because they have to give their body rest. Yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of physio this yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah. yeah, maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah, yeah. a lot of but, body um, conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I mean, once you're dancing, it's okay. It's but it's, it's the push and the pull mm. that goes with it. 
Yeah, because the, the, the mirrors look huge, yeah, and the are. trees and the yeah. all the bits and pieces <laughs> that you, the pianos and the yeah. bars and. Um, we've got a lovely company, so that's helped a lot. Yeah. Like we all get on really well. Like when people are down, we're really supportive and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. So that's really been a big factor this year I think in getting us all through it we all started on the same page pretty much apart from Robbie and Ian we all learnt it together and there's a real camaraderie because when we're all in that ballet and it's really difficult at the end of the show yeah. you kind of just you look around and everyone's giving there's a point when we so have a hard week yeah. and we get to the all skate it's called yeah. and we come yeah. forward and we all go woo <laughs> like yeah. it kind of gets you through it yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> that's a brilliant but the music as well. The music as well. And the a couple of stories I wanted to add in this episode. There's a first of which involves the number of spike marks on the stage. Or uh, those of you who aren't familiar with the terminology, these are the marks on the stage where pieces of scenery have to hit exactly or else the lighting um, and especially in this show, the video elements of the show wouldn't work properly. It's incredible to watch that stuff come in and mm. how those panels keep getting used but yeah. are completely different. <laughs> no, really I do remember, I really strongly remember that we'd have an afternoon just for panels yeah. and we'd kind of we're all taught how to hold them, how to move them yeah. know, really safely and then we'd get to the choreography of the panels and it was like, you know, it counts. you've just got to move it. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's so quick and yeah. there's like Danny I think little, little tiny girl has to run across the whole stage yeah. swivel it around and put it at the end of something in like yeah, eight counts yeah well I've never <laughs> seen I've been in quite a few musicals in my time never seen such a marked floor ever oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean it, it's like a, it's like a dot to dot yeah colouring yeah. in it's like 317 spike marks the swings used to have like um Nightmares. Uh, Questions like uh, little <laughs> nervous breakdowns. Yeah. No, they did do competitions oh, like right. so. Beralzine, what color? Like all of us, I don't. I, we didn't really know because we just knew our yeah, our colors. I, mean, I first. can't wait to talk to them about the But tracks, they, yeah. I think that was something they really um, struggled with. And lastly, so I have to tell you how much so I admire the swings. I love swings. I like to call them super swings. You've heard me uh, in this podcast talk, uh, bring you stories of swings and talk about how much I like swings. And we've even had an episode previously of the swings that weren't on in this show, uh, in, on an American in Paris in, during this particular show. And the guys that you just heard, they were all getting ready to go on stage. So swings are literally the saviors of shows. If they weren't there, the show would not go on. They, they cover illnesses, holidays, public transport nightmares, injuries, you name it. If a cast member has it, the swing is there to save it. And it was no different on this show. Have a listen. Excellent. Yeah. And um, it is a... Uh, talking to Howard. Mm-hmm. And quite a few injuries, lots yes. of videos. So, yeah, I've had some myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the, you guys have been busy as swings? Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Where we've had to, I've had moments where all three of us in here, we've had to learn... Um, Girls tracks. It's going really? for girls. Yeah, I had to learn a girls track in half an hour. I had like thirty minutes. Like, and I had I've had a point where I've had my dance captain with an iPad who knows the literally every step in the show, following me around in the wings, saying, "Okay, you're going to go on this scene. You're going to do this. You're going to take that, move that there, and then going to come off." And then as I'm getting changed, she's teaching me the next scene because it was we were so cut just because of injuries, holidays, sickness. Like it's all. That's why there are so many swings. There yeah. were thirteen. Well, we had thirteen. There were twelve. One got pregnant. Left, but um, Frankie Jenner, 
So that's you guys have been, been busy. So it's not. Oh, yeah. absolutely. We've practically been on for From weeks. First week? so, yeah. For, oh, I was on the day before press night, which was my first show. Yeah, day before press night. When we got to maybe July, we'd done eighty performances. Now out of eighty, only three didn't have swings on. Three since the, since the big first show. Which is... Uh, that's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not normal. No. <laughs> it's not normal to have this many swings, let alone be on. There you have it. The company of an American in Paris, the London West End cast. Before we wrap up, if you are a theatre professional, you need to head on over to curtaincallonline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is create an account with an email address, make up a cool password, away you go. Show the world what you've been up to and who you've been working with. You can follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Curtain Call. That's all lowercase, all one word. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Positive or negative, doesn't matter. Just get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. It leaves me to say a massive thank you to the company of American in Paris. I would love to name check them all, but it would double the length of this episode. This was one of the biggest companies we've ever had the pleasure to meet. I will put a link to the production's Curtain Call show page in the podcast show notes. If you didn't catch the show, remember, you can see it this week on the 16th and 20th in cinemas in the UK. And if you're listening in Canada or the US of A, you'll have to wait until September. But book your tickets. You don't want to miss this one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.